0: weather and science across the globe the weather jazz podcast it's the weather, it's jazz, the weather podcast. jazz podcast almost anything can happen why because it's open line friday, friday. friday. It's Friday and you're tuned into Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything weather, science, earth, science, and periodically interesting off-topic episodes, which I'll always try to make very interesting in one way, shape, or form in such a way that you would walk away thinking, hey, that was kind of fun. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Bernier. I'm the Senior Meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. And this is Season 3, Episode number 39. Yes, it's Friday, March 10th, 2023. Now, you have to check out the photo that I've posted on weatherjazz.com, Episode number 39. You're going to see a pair of pants there. What does that have to do with our sponsor? A lot. Today's episode brought to you by Rise and Dine in Chesterland, And the man behind the pants that you will see on weatherjazz.com, episode number 39, is owner-operator Frank Arco. You see, just about every weekend that uh, we have enjoyed a A nice breakfast together, me and my son. It's a tradition that we've enjoyed for a long time. Frank has always been in the back, over the grill, and he knows when we come in. Because he knows when the order comes in for country fried steak, no eggs, and chunky potatoes. That is Noah's specialty. He varies occasionally from it, but not often. And so when that happens, Frank will come out and know that we're there. And he will always come out in these crazy pants. And one of the sets of pants or one of the pants that uh, he is going to retire. I can't believe he's going to retire these. The donut pants. I was always taken by them because you can actually wear some of the things that you enjoyed the most. Donuts. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't like a good donut, right? Well, I want you to maybe pay a visit to Rise and Dine. Go flag down Frank and tell him he can't retire the pants until he buys another pair of donut pants. Got to have donut pants. He has a, a wide variety. It's really cool to go in and, and to see, okay, is he wearing his donut pants today? Or is he wearing his flipping eggs pants Today, You never know. It's cool. Not only that, but of course, you'll get a great breakfast. That goes without saying. Don't forget Sunday. Sunday is Eggs Benedict Day at Rise and Dine. That's coming up this weekend. So if you're anywhere close to Chesterlin, and they're even worth the drive, if you live in the west side, go take a drive to the east side. Chesterlin, go flag down Terry and Frank and tell them you said hello. Sit down, have a great breakfast, a brunch, or a lunch. Open 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Wednesday through Monday. And of course, look for the donut pants. And if he's not wearing donut pants, you give him a piece of your mind. Well, it is snowing, and it's Friday. And occasionally, more often than not, this winter in particular, January, February, and March, On Fridays, that's when we tended to get these little mini cold hits, which didn't last very long. After all, so far for the month of March, we are running about a five-degree surplus in terms of temperature. Now, of course, that's going to change with this pattern. These below-normal days are going to pull that down so that maybe even by midweek next week, We'll be a lot closer to normal. Plus or minus two degrees is what we consider to be inside the normal range for a monthly temperature. So we'll see where that goes. But on Fridays, recently, on the radio station that I supply radio forecast for, and that's Heartfelt Radio, WKJA in Barberton, 91.9 FM. And you can listen to them Online on heartfeltradio.org, or you can go to One Point Nine FM. They've got a pretty good footprint. They are directional south and west, but their signal does make it up into Cleveland, just barely. If you go east to Cleveland, you'll have to tune in on heartfeltradio.org, but it's all worth a while. But lately, instead of greeting everybody with a happy Friday, I've been greeting everybody with a happy Friday because it's been cold, almost invariably. And today is, well, not really a deviation from that. It is colder. It's not as cold as it has been, but it's cold enough. It's cold enough so that the northern counties are seeing snow on this Friday. So let's talk a little bit about this system. It's very complicated because the rain-snow-sleet line is extremely well-defined. And that pretty much dictates whether or not you're seeing accumulating snow right now. Now, right here at the Weather Jazz Studio in West Central Geauga County, I'm looking out the window. It's 33.3 degrees according to my instrument cluster uh, that I get to read remotely from a very warm studio. I am watching the snow come down uh, the flakes are somewhat large. Now, what that tells me, by the way, when you see big snowflakes coming down, that says that you're pretty close to the rain-snow line. And that says that the, the snow, the snowflakes, are uh, adhering to one another because um, in their falling process, they kind of get sticky and the flakes get big. And it stands to reason that the current temperature is 33.3 degrees. It's above freezing, but just above our heads. It goes under freezing, but just barely. So these snowflakes stick together when you're close to the rain snow line. And if you stay there, the snow can accumulate fairly quickly. Now, the snow did begin on time this morning at 4 a.m. Last night on Fox 8 News, I went on the air saying, hey, No problem for the overnight period. If you have some prep work that you need to get done, you need to put a shovel or a snow blower nearby, if you're going to be in the snow zone, make sure you get all that stuff done. No problem until 4 a.m. 4 a.m. It begins. Well, I woke up around 4.15. I looked out the window and the snow had just begun. But I also woke up around 6.15, decided to go back to bed, but I looked outside and Not a whole lot of snow had accumulated at that point in time yet. By the time I got my day going around 8 a.m., the snow was beginning to accumulate. We had a half inch, now one inch on the ground across the northern counties. But the vast majority of the snow will probably fall on the backside of the system. And that's going to be as the atmosphere gets colder and the sun goes down tonight so anticipate the greatest potential for accumulating snow to occur after the sun goes down into tonight. And when you wake up tomorrow morning, especially in the snow belt locations, you're going to see some lake-enhanced snowfall. How often does that happen? Well, not very often. Lake water temperature is anywhere from 34 to 40 degrees, dependent on where you take that temperature in Lake Erie. There's no ice on the lake. We do have some colder air. It's marginally cold enough to maybe give some of the snow showers just a little bit of a boost. But these are, in fact, lake-enhanced snow showers coming in for tonight for the primary snow belt. Even the secondary snow belt might pick up a little bit of extra snow tonight. But the vast majority of the snow will be in the primary snow belt east of Cleveland, Lake Geauga, Astrid, Beulah County, where an additional 2 to 4 inches is possible, bringing the totals to uh, closer to 4 to 7-inch range. We'll see where it ends up on Saturday morning. But uh, this system is in the right place for the northern counties. Now, if you're listening to weather jazz from anywhere south of 480, that is going to be a different story because very quickly you're going to see the snow mix with rain today. And that is going to reduce the amount of accumulation and very rapidly. I'm looking at some of the webcams and down around North Canton, Faith Family Church, one of the webcams that we tap into regularly showing essentially rain. Akron, Canton Airport, as of 11 o'clock Friday morning, rain, Worcester, rain, rain. However, the minute you push northward, it changes over to snow. And essentially the northern tier of counties, one, maybe two deep, showing mostly wet snow. So that is going to be the zone where the winter weather advisory is essentially active for until 7 a.m. on Saturday. And that's where we anticipate maybe some travel issues during the day shouldn't be a, a huge issue right now. Temperatures are pretty close to freezing, if not a little above. So the snow is melting on contact with a lot of the the surfaces on which we drive, so that's not going to be an issue until the sun goes down. That's when temperatures will slip back into the 20s, and the snow showers will have a better opportunity to glaze some of the roadways. So as you're out and about driving, No problem today in most cases. Just keep in the back of your mind. If you hit one of those secondary or tertiary roads uh, where the snow might come down a little heavier, you might encounter a couple of slippery spots. Anytime it's snowing, you have to have that mindset. But the vast majority of issues in terms of travel will be after the sun goes down tonight and primarily in the primary snow belt, eastern Cuyahoga, Lake Geauga, and Ashtubula County tonight. And northwest Pennsylvania, western New York, they're going to see some decent snow. And for those of you that are skiers, this will extend the ski season, not only here, but also pushing into northern New England as well. I've seen a number of reports from northern New England, Burke Mountain in Vermont being one of them, that these late season snows have been a boon for business, and it's going to keep Uh, the slopes open, a lot of them open, uh, going into this month, especially given the pattern that we find ourselves in, and that being a colder pattern. Very likely to be very persistent into much of the next 7 to 10-day period. We'll see how long it lasts, and uh, it may even last into much of March. And It'll be interesting to see what we end up with. As we round out the month of March, which is still weeks away, I get a hunch, though, we'll be a little below normal in terms of average temperature and above normal in terms of snowfall, because we have not only this system to deal with, but by Monday and Tuesday, another system. And it looks similar to the one we're seeing this weekend. So uh, we could see just a ton more snow in March than we saw for the entire month of February, and that was only about 1.2 inches, one of the least snowiest uh, Februaries on record. Well, I knew that would be the focus of today's weather jazz because of the system, which is currently moving through, and a lot of people wanted to uh, get an update. So I uh, certainly reserve the bulk of our time today based on that system. Now, if there's something interesting going on tomorrow, Saturday I may give you an update, uh, so watch for that, weatherjazz.com. That would be a special release in the event that the weather warrants. But I do have one little bit of interesting information that I received uh, during the week this week, especially for those of you looking for something that might be a little more encouraging in terms of looking forward to spring and summer, and that is Camping. Camping is one of those great family activities that really does not get a lot of focus until I saw this interesting divide between the worst states in the USA for camping and the best states. Now, there are a couple of websites that have different lists, but I have located one and chosen one that I think is pretty reasonable as it separates the best states from the worst states, the top 10 best and the top 10 worst states to camp along with their reasons why. Well, let's start with the worst. First of all, the number one worst state, according to this website, is Nevada. But then again, it really depends on your perspective. And this website even admits that full-time RVing folks say that Nevada's last place rank surprises them because they say that many states out west, like Nevada, may rank lower because of having fewer developed campsites. But many of these same states offer lots of opportunities for what is called boondocking. What is that? That's camping without hookups. And if you prepare with the right gear, Well, it can be a very pleasurable experience, given the fact that there are so many interesting places in Nevada that you could explore. So, again, it depends on your perspective. Again, this website has a list, like many others, which ranks them differently. But in this particular case, second worst is Alabama. And the primary reason is Access and cost. This website says, save yourself the headache and expense and head to nearby Florida for a much better camping experience. Number three worst, Mississippi. Number four worst, Delaware. Now, my son and I did camp in Delaware near Rehoboth Beach, and we loved it. It, We thought it was great. Uh, But in this particular case, they say that Delaware's fourth worst fifth worst? Well, Rhode Island. It's a very small state. But the big reason that it is in the worst category is because it is so expensive. It says, be prepared to pay big money to camp at the few campsites there are in Rhode Island. Okay, it's time to turn the tables and talk about the best places to camp. How about Number one, and this is almost invariably the top spot of any website and any list I've seen for camping, and that is California. And this website says California always seems to claim the top spot. certainly is beautiful with can't-miss destinations like Yosemite, And according to some, California ranks first for both access and quality of campsites. All right, how about down the list? Number two, Washington State. Very nice. Beautiful state, certainly. Lots and lots of interesting scenery and climate variations. If you want it dry, there are some drier places. If you want mountains, there are plenty of mountain areas Literally, your choices are almost endless in terms of variety there in the state of Washington. What about third best? Well, here's a nice surprise. Minnesota, one of the nation's most underrated states in terms of camping. And if you ask one particular native Minnesotan, he says smack dab in the middle of the country, it gets forgotten more often than not except by those who claim it as home. To forget about Minnesota camping would be a mistake, according to this website. It ranks third for both quality and safety. And camping, also very affordable, ranking 17th out of 50. And in 2014, outside named Duluth, Minnesota, the best town in America. The surrounding area also offers a plethora of camping at many Minnesota state parks as well. Number four on the list, believe it or not, Michigan. Well, there's a lot of variety in Michigan. I suspect that summer might be a better choice for most people who wanted to go camping in Michigan. Winter can be a little tough. However, that's where number five comes in. Go to Florida. Florida is the snowbird camping mecca, of the United States, according to this website. Beautiful warm weather almost all year long, especially the farther south you go. The sandy beaches for miles is easy to see why. Are you a camper? I'd love to hear some of your stories. You can send me an email, weatherjazz at yahoo.com. You can even send me a short story via the Weather Jazz podcast, Audience Connect line. I'd love to hear your voice, and sometimes it captures emotion that a simple text doesn't. So give me a call and leave me your story, 234-525-5888, and I may do a follow-up at some point in time with some of your camping stories. Well, it is Friday. I get to brag on those of you that come alongside, and I would love for you to be one of those people, too, First of all, let me tell you those folks that have stepped alongside me and financially allowed me to make Weather Jazz the best that it possibly can be. Production costs are out there, but these are the folks that step up to the plate. Thank you so much to Brian and Christine Barnes from Ohio, Will and Tonya Kraus and family from Ohio, Victoria Singer from Vermont, Key and Galunas from Vermont. And from Florida, Bill and Judy Martin. You don't hear your state in here? Well, here's your chance to get your state highlighted in this list every single Friday. Just go to weatherjazz.com and click on the Supporters tab. You'll see this list that I just mentioned. And if you click on the How to Become a Supporter, it's very easy. Just follow the instructions And the very next Friday, I will add your name and state to this list. Have a great weekend, everybody. Remember, if something interesting happens weather-wise, I may do a special edition of Weather Jazz on Saturday if uh, things warrant and we need more information out there. In the meantime, have a great weekend, stay safe, enjoy the snow, the March snow. I guess that'll make the April and May flowers just that much more stunning, right? We will see you on Meteorological Monday. Take care. Weather and science across the globe. Across the globe. Across the globe. The Weather Jazz Podcast.